This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with Randy McKay. Randy McKay, professional gambler, ACDC enthusiast, and psychedelic man in his psychedelic studio. What? Where in the hell are you, boy? <laughs> oh, I had to make a trip back here for my mom's birthday and uh, visiting some friends back in my hometown. So I'm doing the uh, show from a uh, loft here up, up here in my friend's uh, place and this is where i stayed during the uh, summertime all right uh so uh very nice uh one and two last week that's okay but uh 22 and 14 uh, on the season 22 and 14 uh, on the season so uh very good um we um you know the uh the the, the thanksgiving day uh, games boy they were Detroit was the right side that was clear as day but boy the other two giants with the back door I mean, New England, Mac Jones throws for 375 yards roughly, and they still don't cover. Not only do they lose, but they don't cover. So, some, uh, And in the Egg Bowl, Lane Kiffin, he managed that game like his head was elsewhere. I mean, when uh, burning two of his last three st- timeouts, giving them no chance if they should fail the two-point conversion, which they did, and they could not get the ball back. Strange Turkey Day games. Yeah, a decent turkey day for or for me. I ended up using the Giants and the uh, Vikings in the contest, so uh, went three and zero, and then uh, ended up four and one in most of my contests. So everything was well. We used Buffalo and Survivor, so we squeaked by that one. Got rid of them, thankfully, and then we covered with uh, Detroit, which, like we said, was the right side, and uh, they look good. They look pretty good going forward too. Uh, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not going to use them uh, this week on the show, but uh, maybe look at later in the week maybe to use them as well. All right, let's get to your picks this week. And we start on Thursday night, the Amazon Prime game. It's uh, 8-15 Eastern kickoff with the Bills going to New England where, boy, they really handled the Patriots uh, last year. But Matt Jones coming off one of his more impressive performances of the season Maybe something to build on here. The Bills, man, they uh, their trip to Detroit, two very close games. And uh, in, in, in those two, uh, well, Cleveland had the back door, but the Detroit was certainly very close. Now they're still on the road uh, at, at New England here. Patriots catching four. Yeah, and we lost a little bit of line value here. Still, still like New England in this side. You know, both teams have equal rest. They both played on Thanksgiving like we've talked about before. The Bills have been really shaky lately, and I, I still think that's going to continue. Uh, they're having troubles with their defense, you know, loss of Vaughn Miller now. 
They they have other players out. You know, their best player White is still out in the in the D back. So they're you know they're still a shaky favorite, and we still got to exploit them. In my opinion, here, uh, you know, we have you know Mac Jones, Matt Patricia. They sharpened up the pencil a little last week and cost us that under. That was uh, that was over early. If you had that bet, and unfortunately, that was a misread by me on that one. But uh, I like the way that the Patriots can control the ball here with Stevenson. We see the Bills give up a lot of run to the to Detroit in the previous game. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to struggle on the defensive end. Josh Allen, we saw the game plan, very conservative, till he needs to run the ball. Yeah. You know, at the end of the game, we saw him finally, you know, go balls to the walls, you know, using that ACDC reference. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, uh, and then get the uh, game-winning field goal there at the end. And uh, I see the same conservative game plan. They're going to try to conserve him. You know, hopefully maybe they'll run a little bit with Singletary and uh, control the ball with short passes. And when you do that, you want to take the underdog in this situation. I like the Patriots plus four. You can see Randy McKay bouncing around like Angus Young with his uh, (laughs) socks down low. You know, uh, bouncing around the stage as well. There you go. Uh, Josh Allen, balls to the walls. But you're right. And this should have been the approach uh, earlier this season, you know, for most of the season. Man, it's uh, all bets are off. Season's done if he goes down with an injury. Case Keenum, maybe if you if he's down for three or four games, he might be able to go two and two and just hold the, uh, you know, kind of hold the vote a little bit. But, man, if he's going for the year, he, you, you're done. You, you have no chance and unnecessary hits. I mean, less. When it's third down, you need to run him. Okay, that's one thing. But the design runs are still way down since he's returned from his injury. And, um, you know, and when he was thought to be out in that return game against Minnesota that while in there. So maybe learning by what they scared, what they said, maybe, well, if we got to do this again, we're going to really pick our spots. It's something that the, uh, the 49ers do with Debo Samuel. He doesn't run the ball too much. When they get into the playoffs, his, his, his rush uh, attempts uh, go up, as they should be. you got to uh, really take you, uh, pick your spots when you're going to run the ball uh, in the NFL. All right, the Giants. Giants were competitive uh, throughout this game on thir- uh, Thanksgiving against Dallas. And then down one, they go for it, uh, about their own 45. They come up short. The ball was thrown a little bit behind Saquon. I guess he could have caught it. Nonetheless, they turn over on downs. And then Dallas just runs away with it. So I would have liked to have seen the Giants, who were playing pretty good defense that day, uh, make Dallas go the length of the field in that spot. Now the commanders come in. Boy, uh, Taylor Heineke, they just win. His numbers are not overwhelming. But, man, his this team responds to him. No way to prove it, but if you watch the games, <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's going to argue it. Giants at 7-4, commanders at 7-5. and five. It's in New York. And Washington's a road favorite at two and a half. Yeah, and uh, we have a Giants team here that uh, has a little bit more rest than the uh, commando squad has. So I, this is a spot where I like the Giants. We have equal teams, in my opinion. You know, both have over-exceed expectation, over-exceeded line value, uh, have more covers than losses. And the Giants, you know, they got, they'll probably get some injury, injured players back here 
And I think Wink Martindale's defense can confuse Heineke with his looks. He couldn't really do that last week because he had to kind of play vanilla with all the injuries. And I, I could see maybe Heineke, who, who's a gunslinger, we know this. This is a role reversal where he's a favorite instead of an underdog. And I could see some turnovers coming from him. You see the good and the bad with this guy. He's a lot like Ryan Fitzpatrick or maybe even a, a lower version of Brett Favre. And uh, as far as a gunslinger type, they keep both teams in the game. So that's why I like the plus two and a half here. And, uh, you know, this is a big division game, big for the playoffs. These teams will meet again in a couple weeks. We might see this line flip around. In the first meeting here, I like the Giants. I like what I've seen out of Dayball, out of Martindale. You know, sometimes uh, Riviera, or Ron Rivera, he struggles a little bit with some of his uh, decisions. And, you know, they do have a tough defense. They do rely on that defense. They rely on a lot. And also look to play this game, I was going to mention too, if you like to play teasers, this is one where you want to go up to the 8.5. And, a half. and uh, another game you might want to pair it with is, we, we won't talk about this game, is with the Bengals also going up to 8.5. You get you, know, you get two teams at home getting 8.5. Usually it's a pretty good, you know, it's called a long teaser. It's a pretty decent spot. Right. So I'm going to play this game both ways. I'm going to play a plus 2.5. And plus eight and a half in the teaser. All right, uh, teaser suggestion as well. I, I like that one uh, also, uh, Randy, because um, Giants uh, after the mini buy should get uh, a, a, a defender or two back, hopefully in the secondary. Because finally, it was a gutsy effort by the depleted defense for the Giants for a long time. But once Dallas found a really weak link in the secondary, they they exploited it, and that was. Uh, that was a difference in the second half as they could not stop them. So uh, divisional unders have been profitable. So the lowest, lower scoring, you tease it up for two to eight and a, two and a half to eight and a half. Lower scoring games tend to be closer finished games, you know, uh, straight up. So I really do like that teaser as well. And you're going to hook it up uh, with Cincinnati as well, plus eight and a half? Yeah, I already did that one. There's a lot okay. of other teaser options out there this week where you can go, you know, the seven and a half or eight and a half down to – below the three, which sometimes that hasn't worked out well the last couple of years. I like doing the two and a half so up to eight and a half better than than doing the favorites down. Okay. All right. Uh, so I, I like it as well. And speaking of uh, Cincinnati, Joe Burrow has really been playing lights out. I mean, you can see him. I think he's up to third or fourth choice uh, at Bet Rivers to be the uh, MVP, the league MVP. He figured it out without Jamar Chase. He did not have uh, Joe Mixon last week as well. Now the uh, Chase is back. I'm not sure about Mixon, but Chase does come back. He was a game-time decision last week, but he's back, and so Cincinnati's at home against Kansas City again, like uh, Joe Burrow uh, getting those points. So how about you, huh? We're going to get three sides and a teaser. Baker's dozen for some, a little land yap, we call it down here in South Louisiana, a little French for a little something extra. Thank you, Randy McKay. It's Christmas right. season early for the psychedelic ACDC, man. All right, speaking of South Louisiana, the New Orleans Saints ooh, shut out uh, in Levi Stadium in uh, Santa Clara. They did have some scoring opportunities. It wasn't an easy game for San Francisco as a questionable overturn on a Olave catch. Uh, Dan would have had them inside the 10. Kamara 
fumbles inside the five. And now the Saints will go to uh, Tampa Bay Sunday night game. I'm sorry, Monday night game on ESPN and the Buccaneers. How about this, Randy? When you sent me your picks earlier, the Bet Rivers, Saints are plus three and a half. Since you sent it just an hour ago, they're up to plus four now. So it is moving in the direction that we think because there's recency bias, especially recency bias off of teams that haven't scored a point on the week before. Uh, Buccaneers, four now at Bet Rivers over the Saints. And that's good. We're getting back to, you know, the original line was plus six going in the week. And, you know, we, we lost in this game in the first matchup. This game could have went either way late. We were a little unlucky with a couple plays, you know. And uh, the Saints play this team really tough. The division is still in play for anybody that wants it. All four teams still have a shot here. You know, the Tampa Bay does have the edge right now, but barely. If they lose this game to the Saints, everybody else is back in play, including the Saints. And a lot of people don't have hope down there, but you put you put on a run here, you can still salvage, salvage the season and have a good season. And one one thing I like about this game, Tampa Bay lost their big another big offensive lineman, this Tristan Wirfs, wow. left tackle. He's out. So they're down to like nothing on the offensive line. Where's the Saints' best defensive option? Is their defensive line very dominant at times with Jordan Davenport? I could see them having a big game. Of course, Cam Jordan's, you know, big. I was a big fan of Steve Jordan as a Viking fan growing up, and that's the son of Steve Jordan. And uh, I think he'll have a big game here. And uh, we've seen the Saints shut this uh, offense out before. I think they'll do it again or at least have a good chance or at least hold them down below 20 points, which would be a formula. Hopefully the Saints can get their offense going. I don't know if it's going to be Dalton or is there any talk with Winston maybe. I don't know. They moved the ball well 20s, 20s to 20s last week. We had San Fran and Survivor because we had to play the Sunday team. And uh, that was a little bit more nervy than it you know, probably should have been, but uh, they just let the Saints stay in that game. Saints were unlucky to cover, you know, and we talked about the turnovers. You know, it was a bad game out of Camaro. You usually don't see that. I mean, he was right. going for the for the goal line. We usually don't see that out of this team. Can they not turn the ball over against this, you know, tough Tampa Bay defense is going to be the key here. And, you know, coming off the bad loss, I think they'll rebound and uh, at least keep it a, a close game and, and get us the cash for the cover at uh, plus four. All right. Uh, so, Randy, with uh, three short dogs, New England plus four on Thursday night, Giants plus two and a half in the divisional game against Washington, home dog there, and then the Saints going to Tampa Bay and uh, catching four now uh, at uh, Tampa uh, Saints and uh, since Brady's come over the last uh, two and a half years in the regular season, they were 4-0 against the spread before they failed to cover earlier game uh, in the uh, Superdome, and that's where uh, they were in position to win, but Jameis Winston started turning the ball uh, over three second-half turnovers there. And also you talk about Brady, less protection, less effective. Even when Brady was playing at an MVP level, uh, the Saints have held him to 208 passing yards per game so uh, the Saints have had some success in this matchup and seemed like they were going to uh, do fine in the first one before Jameis uh, turned it over so three short dogs and 
Well, Lanyap, this went two short dogs that were teasing up. Giants from two and a half to eight and a half. Cincinnati plus two and a half to eight and a half. So Giants, Cincinnati teaser along with New England, Giants, Saints straight up. All right. You'll do a little uh, ACDC on the way out, huh? Oh, yeah. I'll have them on an XM and going to meet some buddies for lunch here. So I'll put them on the XM. Got to learn a new word here. I never heard that word before. So I got to learn a little French today. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For Randy McKay, I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise. Hey, he's eight games over 500. Another profitable year in the NFL for professional sports better, Randy McKay. I'm Jimmy Ott for Randy McKay on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.